You're a youth activist, a social entrepreneur, and in 2019, you were named Global Teen Leader and more recently an author. Girl, welcome to Five Drive. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to be here. It's so exciting for me to be chatting with you because I have heard people raving about you for so long. I remember people were raving about you so much that I was like, hold on, who is this girl? I have to follow her on social media because everybody loves what you're doing. And your story is so incredible because at just 15 years old, you co-founded an organization called Blackboard Africa, which is a platform you know, um, for youth activism. Mm-hmm. And why did you feel that it was so important for you to start this? I mean, there were so many different reasons for it kind of coming into fruition, but I think there was a lot of conversations that I was having with my peers around identity and having a place to discuss that as youth and also just formulating our ideas and just trying to make an impact on our communities on, you know, just leaving our footprint. Um, And so it's kind of started with chats around what African identity means in this new generation. And it's, yeah, I think it's kind of a full circle moment to now be, you know, looking into this book that's also in the same conversation around identity, but also just looking at the the younger kiddies. <laughs> Girl, at 15, I was worried about the netball game, who were playing <laughs> next, whether I'd packed all my PE clothes. And I'm just so fascinated that at 15, you guys were having such important conversation, especially like what African identity is. So mm. as a young, because you're 21 now, yeah. as a young African woman, what would you say African identity means? to you? I mean, I think I'm at a place where I would love to see African identity just being really personal. For me, it's it's me being the very best version of myself and me not having to filter certain parts of myself or not having to present in a certain way to be able to identify as African. I think our, our, our stories are so diverse, our backgrounds, our experiences, our upbringings are so diverse that like in this day and age, we cannot have one narrative of what African looks like and what that what being that means. So I think for me, it's really been about cultivating a space where you can come as you are and that is more than enough. I love what you're saying about us coming from such diverse backgrounds because that literally is so important when we're looking to be empowered as young people. And as you're saying, everybody paints us over with one brush and they're like, oh, (laughs) this is all that the youth needs. They don't need anything more. So as somebody who works so closely with young people, what would you say are some really important tools to help empower young people today? Um, I think... The, the really amazing thing that we've we've sort of, you know, been leaning into with our work is we know that the talent is there. We know that the energy there, like we know that the vibes are there. We know that. So it's it's not about that, but I think it's about cultivating those, those practical tools that'll really help amplify you. So I think we're really looking at leadership development um, just so that you actually are able to formulate your ideas. You're able to articulate them to, to you know, the world around you you're able to plan towards those different goals um so those are the practical tools that we're trying to empower them with and then couple that with mentorship because honestly this life thing is not a solo thing hey so you know we really just try to expose them to as many people and as many um forms of guidance as possible 
And with the guidance that you offer the young people that you work with, what has been your favorite success story so far where you've looked at one young person who came on board at Blackboard Africa and you go, oh my word, look at you now. Geez, there's so many. I think there's so many because like our, our programs are really vast. Like so right now we have programs focusing on leadership, but we've also had conversations around entrepreneurship and workshops. So, I mean, I think everything has had its its big success, right? Um, during our entrepreneurship workshops, like people came out of that and they started clothing lines and they started podcasts and they started, you know, all of these really empowering things. And then with our young people and our leadership training programs, a lot of them, you know, they graduated, they they passed beautifully and, you know, they're actually working towards the things that we discussed. I, I think that for me is like the vision, like we discussed it, we planned it and you're actually working towards that and you're seeing that come into fruition and we're still there to support them in what small way we can and just like be their cheerleaders. So um, there's just been so many that, um, yeah, it's just been, it's been really, really great. I'm, I'm happy about the impact that we're making and we are happy about the impact you are making and before <laughs> i even go deeper into that is first of all shout out and um your graduation this year because you just wow. graduated a couple <laughs> of months ago <laughs> yes yes i did i'm officially a graduate um yeah yeah it was quite a journey with covid and everything but but yeah it's it's done we're here you know we're, we're graduated honeys <laughs> I love that girls who are degrees hotter okay <laughs> and you're like you said you were conquering the edge because you had fits <laughs> through COVID Funny. and you are running this incredible organization for young people <laughs> I'm on your girl this is a lot of work yeah. where do you draw the strength to keep going to keep empowering and just being so inspiring to young people yeah I mean, I won't lie, it's hard, okay? Um, Just managing everything, the time, the energy. um, There's a lot that goes into making it all happen. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely lean a lot on my support structure. My mother, my my siblings, my, my mentors, they're a big part of my life and just helping me you know formulate like I always have big ideas and they're the people who help me make it happen so you know they've been really amazing and yeah I think I'm just very aware that like the stuff that I'm doing I don't know if I'm gonna see the fruits of it immediately and I think I've made peace with that like I'm I'm growing something bigger and I'm okay with if I'm just laying a foundation right now and I might not see the windows and the doors and the you know the little trinkets but I'm I'm happy with that and I've, I've kind of made peace with that so it's been really really helpful to draw from that. I love how you're saying, oh, I'm still setting the foundation. But here you are, a whole published author. Girl, your foundation is different. (laughs) I want to speak about you being an author because, you know, 2022 has been such a big year for you already. You published this incredible book, uh, a children's book called My Big Name. And I'd love it if you could please speak to us more about this book. Oh, this one is like a really, really exciting project. It's it's something that I'm, it's just, it's been in the works for a while and to see it finally all happen, I'm like, oh my God, 
gosh. So yeah, no, um, we wrote this book called My Big Name. Um, and I say we because it's a story that I workshopped with my sisters because this is, it was actually my little sister's story. This happened to her. She got to school. Her teacher changed her name and she tried to like say, hey, ma'am, you know, this is, this is the way it's pronounced. And they just completely ignored her. So as much as it's it's a story that I've written, it's a story that's our story, really. Um, and just getting young kids to understand that their names are powerful and they're superpowers. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the book. <laughs> and the story follows your little sister who's got the most beautiful name ever, Isenguye. And, you know, the story that you're telling is so important because as young people, black kids, pe- uh, kids of color mm. across the country, across the world, we've all experienced the whole, oh, I just, I can't be bothered to mm-hmm. go like three syllables further. <laughs> We're just not going to do this. Yeah. And to bring up such an important conversation with young people is a really, really big thing. Mm. Um, how has your sister responded to you literally creating something so incredible inspired by her? I mean, like I said, I think it's been really exciting for all of us because, you know, she's been really part of the process. We, we kind of workshop the story together and she's also really into art. So when it came to the illustrations, you know, they also, she got to get involved in that part and, and really give her ideas. Um, so it's just been a really full circle moment and it's been an incredible journey for me to be able to have with my family. Yeah. And with the illustrations, you were so intentional about them being done by a young black woman. Can you Mm. talk to us more about that? Like, why did you specifically go, I am going to make sure that Lebohang Tato um, si Kwe Lengwe is the one who does the illustrations. Why did you just go, oh, no, I'll just look for whoever was work strikes my eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, that's that's the beauty of her in general. Like, I think she obviously there's there's the fact that she is a young black woman creative in this in this era and she's contributing amazing works to this era but her work spoke for itself hey before you know I think I figured out that it really wanted it to be her. Her work just jumped out. It's beautiful. It's youthful. It's vibrant. It really captures the text textures of you know the South African context. She she really does that so beautifully. And so you know when we actually got to sit down and have conversations, and she's gone to the best animation school like in South Africa she so she she really has she's got the 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 credits okay um but it's it's also just beautiful um for me with you know just my journey with activism to also be working with a young black woman um and if if this is not the most Gen Z thing you've ever heard in your life I stalked her on Instagram and that's how we actually connected and 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 started this whole process so yeah Instagram works, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just for saving cute outfits, which no, I have seriously. to admit, I do all the time. But, <laughs> but, you know, and I want to go back to this powerful story that you've written, because in the society that we live in, some people don't see anything wrong with going, oh, I'm just going to call you A. Mm. How, how's that? Mm. And, you know, because some people aren't in sort of a, environments where they're having conversations yeah. about why it's wrong to decide to change people's names, what advice would you say to people when it comes to people's names? Yeah. I mean, what we're really trying to teach with this book is I, I, I don't think it's a crime to not know. 
you know i i still struggle with names everybody struggles with certain things if you're not familiar with them or if you're not familiar with the pronunciation that's not a crime what is not okay and what we need to stop normalizing is the lack of willingness to learn and that's the serious problem because you're adjusting my name for your comfort and that's a problem because it's my identity names are the foundations upon which we build identity literally it's it's one of the first things that you learn as a child is oh my name is this and your parents it's it's not a mistake you know they 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 like they think so long and hard about your name and it's it's their hopes for you it's their wishes for you it's their you know it's them just helping you and 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 sort of giving you a superpower so t- i think what we're trying to demonstrate is that when that's changed when that's shifted when our names are changed because they have meaning when you change them you take away the meaning mm. so amonge when it's mongs or amo or mongi means nothing you know it it no longer means nurture no not longer means to care for someone so you know i think it's just about understanding that and just really leading from a place of just willingness and an openness especially as someone who is an educator to young minds who are still forming and still you know figuring out so many things i'm listening to you and i'm like you are so incredible it's ridiculous <laughs> like i watch you and i'm like guys the youth are in safe hands because they have leaders like who among you who's doing <laughs> such incredible work like girl i'm inspired and i'm like i want to hang out with you more because i feel like you're going to be my inspiration I every day lunch <laughs> hit me up let's not do the jobak thing of let's do lunch and then three years later girl that lunch <laughs> yeah. no totally totally another incredible thing that has happened for you this year is you have officially partnered with a literally one of the world's biggest luxury brands which is girl congratulations because that is a really <laughs> big deal and when i look at you partnering with a brand where i would have associated mm-hmm. as something i would have seen with like maybe like you know older people and i'm like guys mm. this brand said we want this young person on our team i'm like okay i'm on get you're doing a lot of right things you're empowering young people you're growing yeah. your brand so when you look at all the work that you're doing what would you say are the values that you lead with jeez uh, that's a that's a curveball <laughs> um um i don't know i think i just try to lead from a place of of growing um i think there is a place for people to disrupt and to dismantle their job is so important and i just think that i'm one of those people i i literally i'm i'm introducing myself now as a social architect i think the way that i choose to lead is from a place of growth um i think i i'm not trying to say that anybody's perfect or and i don't know if we'll ever get to a perfect world but i think we definitely all need to be playing our part to make it better and leave it better than the way that we found it so that's just the the motto that i live by and i hope to leave it um yeah girl surely you have something else up your sleeve what else can we expect from you in the very near future 
<laughs> I mean, I'm doing my honors right now, so I mean, maybe another graduation. Yes. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, please be on the lookout. I'm definitely thinking about um, doing another book. Um, I think African stories. I'm so grateful to be a part of telling different versions of African identities. So you can definitely be on the lookout for some more books from me. You are incredible. I have enjoyed this chat so much. And I know all of South Africa and all of our million listeners are absolutely inspired by the work you do and the words you've shared today. Amonge Sinoto, you are so incredible. You're a youth activist, a social entrepreneur, an author, and there is so much more to come. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on Five Drive. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You have no idea how much your energy has just lifted me right now. Like, yeah, no, I really, really loved it. Thank you so much for having me. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.city.